Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. And as we mentioned uh, early last hour, today's the day that um, the former USC dean of uh, the School of Social Work, Marilyn Flynn, 83 years old, uh, entered a, entering a plea deal with federal prosecutors that uh, she and Mark Ridley-Thomas were involved in a, a bribe scheme. Now, Ridley-Thomas had uh, pleaded innocent, and that plea still stands as of the moment. Um I did notice in going through all the stories today, uh, one in the L.A. Times, that when this story originally broke in October of last year, uh, Flynn's lawyer, Vicki Podbereski, said in a statement, Ms. Flynn has not committed any crime, and we believe the evidence in this case will ultimately support this conclusion, says Vicki Podbereski. Well, her client just pleaded guilty. We got Steve Gregory. Here. Yeah, and I, you looked at the Times, and I actually looked at the whole filing, and that's that's where the good stuff is. Well, this this is the white stuff between the Oreo cookie right here. Okay. This is the beautiful okay. stuff. I'm but, glad it's in an Oreo cookie. I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I went through this, and I was sitting in. I remember sitting in uh, federal court the day that uh, Ridley Thomas entered his plea, and y- you know, you know how this, you know how these things go. You've been doing this longer than I have. Uh, everyone's innocent. They're all innocent. They're, they're, they say they can't wait to to exonerate themselves in court. Mm-hmm. And to your point where you just read about Flynn's attorney. Right. But then you turn right around and it says right here in the actual document uh, that what Flynn admitted to doing, it says um, at Mark Ridley's at Mark Ridley Thomas's request, Flynn agreed to have USC serve as a conduit for a $100,000 payment from co-defendant Ridley Thomas's campaign account to the social work school 
and to then facilitate a nearly simultaneous $100,000 payment from USC to the United Ways of California for the benefit of the Policy Research and Practice Initiative. PRPI was a new nonprofit initiative led by co-defendant Ridley Thomas's son, who had recently and abruptly resigned from his elected position in the California State Assembly. So, a little money laundering operation through exactly. USC. Yeah, through so a that nonprofit. dad could give a uh, hundred grand to his son, and then turn around and then give a contract to the USC, you know, as a means for or you know these contracts with this United Ways of California, and to do this, you know, to have this, you know, this sort of quasi incestuous relationship with the college. But this, these are the words of Flynn, right? So it always makes me laugh, like when you just read that and say, like, you know. <laughs> We talked about it on this show when we first got news of this. The feds will not waste their time and effort and money if they don't have a case. Right. They will not do that. I've always remembered that. Yeah. And I've always told people that whenever a raid happens and the feds are in there and I said, don't listen to the lawyers. Watch Mm -mm. what they're doing. The last thing they want is a high-profile failure. Right. And so, you know, and may I do an off-ramp sidebar here? Yes. So respectively to the Sheila Kuehl situation, that raid, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things missing from all the stories, I think it was in a very, very tiny print somewhere in one of the printed stories. The one thing that's missing from that story is that the feds were involved in that. I noticed that, and I mentioned that several times on the air, because I, remembering what you told me, mm-hmm. if the feds are there and they're helping out, it means they know something. Now, the feds were not physically on the property that day. It was all sheriff's deputies. But I was told by very reliable sources in law enforcement that the feds had planned on being there that morning, but at the 11th hour were called off of that raid. And you can read into that however you want. But the feds were completely aware, and they were they basically, this raid from the sheriff's department happened with the blessing of the feds. Well, the feds are going to have to decide if charges will be filed. Right. Because Gascon's not going to do it on the county level. Right. And Rob Bonta's not going to do it on the state level. Right. Because they all are, they're all in communicado. Right. Or not communicado. They're all in communication. They're all on the same team. They're all on the same team. And you, you, you just know it. They've all been in communication with each other constantly. So now back to the Flynn MRT situation. Um, so now... Flynn has entered into this, or she's expected to enter her plea officially on Monday afternoon at 1.30 in federal court. And prosecutors are going to recommend that Flynn serve one year of home confinement and pay a fine of at least $100,000. And that's it. So that begs the question, well, are the feds going to get something else in return for this? Right. Now, I went through the, the the filing here. There's no other guarantee in there, but that doesn't mean anything. Right. But do you know what she was facing? How long? How Ten much? years in prison. Ten years. $250,000 fine. So you don't think she's getting a break because of her age? Mm, that could that could play into it a little bit because when I look at the charges she was looking at, she was looking at the base offense level, which was the, the, the uh, money laundering, and then an, an offense, involving, uh, offense involving an elected official and the value of the bribe of the offense. So she was looking at three but- major felonies here. But the real value for the feds is getting Mark, Mark Ridley course. Thomas. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. So now she could be on their side and testify against Ridley Thomas. Feds aren't saying very tight-lipped about it, which what that's what they're very well known for. Attorneys aren't going to say anything, but you know there's a lot of cramps from finger dialing right now going on <laughs> behind the scenes because this thing is going on uh, from the minute he was indicted. You know, the, everyone's looking at all past 
correspondence. They're looking at emails. They're looking at text messages. They're looking at everything. But by that time, the feds already have a, a pretty ironclad case. Right. So what's interesting about these cases is that the feds are sitting back going, okay, great, we've done this. And the reason they do it the way they do it is because they are expecting the defendants to trip up. That's why they do it. Because they sit back, they've already got their case. Right. And they sit back and they wait. And then they, they either have wiretaps, surveillance, forensic oh, surveillance. I see. So they expect all the defendants to be calling each other to coordinate their stories, talk about covering up or shredding evidence. Yeah. So there's a lot. there was a lot of that from the very beginning. Uh, they already had enough, probably forensically, to I mean, to, to file this case, uh, obviously. But this is one of the reasons why they do what they do. And this is a lot of the reason why uh, the Sheila Kuehl thing happened, too. If you look at the way that went down. Now, rumor was, and I had been told again by very reliable sources, is that, um, you know, people within the county government were already tipping off Sheila Kuehl and Patty Giggins. And, mm-hmm. and people had been tipped off already. But by that time, presumably... The people investigating these alleged crimes already had enough. They already had the case. So the raid is just to see if there's anything extra? Yeah. I see. That shakes the trees. So when you're getting raided, you're already screwed. You, pretty much. It's not like the stuff they find. Well, look at the good. Trump situation in yeah. Mar-a-Lago. The, all they were doing was going to grab the stuff they already knew he had. They right. already knew what was going on. And they already had it So they sealed. probably already got a case against Trump. Sure. Right. So it's going to come down whether they have the guts to act. And right. that's why the feds, or at this point, the DOJ, that's why they're freaking out by the special, uh, what is it, the special master? The, special master. Yeah, special master. He's going to review those documents. Because that's that's sort of, that was the red herring that they weren't expecting because now the, the special master could kind of inter, intervene and interrupt what the DOJ had already had planned. In this case here, I don't think there's a special master at the L.A. County level but or at the federal level here, but... Um, but like I These said, cases uh, in, in the case of uh, Mark Ridley Thomas and his son, it was pretty straightforward. And I saw in the prosecution filings that are just excerpted by the newspapers, you know, it's pretty obvious what was going on here. Sure. I mean, Ridley Thomas was steering millions into the USC School of Social Work, and the son was getting a, uh, a, f- a fake degree and a fake professorship in return. That was the gist of the case. And right. then they were laundering money through. Various ways, and in the in, in uh, Sheila Kuehl case, it was pretty simple. Her her friend there was getting some county contracts for a system that produced nothing of value, and they they, they arranged it so that no contract would be more than four hundred ninety six thousand dollars right. because that would trigger a public vote. Yeah, but they didn't. They also didn't count on other people in within that circle auditing things on their own. Yeah, you know, i.e. USC. I don't do we need to break because I yeah, wanna, we need to break. Yeah, because yeah, you have another. I've got just some other stuff we can talk about, too, because one of the things we're missing here is Karen Bass. I wanted to ask you about that. So we'll so talk I ask about, you about Karen Bass. And then we're also going to talk about uh, the sheriff's department lawyer getting let go by L.A. County. <laughs> yeah, that's another. Well, weird... That's another one that I'm, yeah. I'm due to break next week. So you'll you'll hear about that. All right. John and Ken show with Steve Gregory. KFI. Steve Gregory is here. And uh, we've been going through uh, the Mark Ridley Thomas case, the L.A. County supervisor who's facing a trial uh, probably in November, uh, unless there's a settlement beforehand involving he and his son, Sebastian, over uh, sending county money to the USC 
School of Social Work and the dean, Marilyn Flynn. She, in turn, gave Sebastian, the son, uh, a degree and a professorship, and there was money laundering going on, and we'll get into those details later on. Uh, but we're, we're talking about this case, and we opened the show with the Karen Bass connection mm-hmm. because, according to the prosecutors of Ridley Thomas, they wanted to bring the story of Karen Bass getting a free scholarship from Marilyn Flynn Back in 2011, it was a $95,000 scholarship, and Flynn at some point said that the Ridley Thomas deal is the same thing that she did for Karen Bass. If that's true, how come Karen Bass hasn't been charged with anything? Well, here's the thing. You heard the feds the other day say, Karen Bass is not the subject of an investigation. So when Rick Caruso came out to talk about it the other day, and I was sitting in the front row of his press conference, and a reporter asking the same question, and Rick said, just because she's not the subject of an investigation doesn't mean she's not being investigated. <laughs> well, now explain to people what is the semantic difference. Well, there? the semantic difference is is if you've got a separate case with Karen Bass's name on the folder, yeah. and she's the subject of, you know, 100% effort is on that case there, she may be uh, a party to this ongoing investigation. She may be a part of it. And pieces of what she's done and her involvement in these kinds of schemes will be key to this case. And you know, it's all going to come out in the Mark Ridley Thomas trial. If it goes to trial, it also begs the question of what other politicians and electeds you can't think that those are the only two for as long as Flynn has been at USC. And this was and apparently this is a pattern that she has And it's also going to the influence that she's trying to gather, you know, because that's what she was very well known for, was grabbing all these power players so that USC benefits from, you know, contracts and money and funding. Well, they had a president at the time, Max Nikias, who wanted to raise $6 billion for the university. And so all the deans were under extreme pressure to bring in, uh, you know, huge amounts of money. And that's why she was she was doing these deals to get Bass. And in Bass's case, Bass sponsored a bill to give USC and other schools access to federal funds the way Ridley Thomas was uh, giving access to county money. Well, what do you think? You know, if you look back, I think Flynn was with USC for, what, 20, 21 years? Yes. And you think these are the only two cases? <laughs> no. <laughs> so- I, I assume when bad people finally get caught... This is stuff they've That's, been doing. The for collateral years. damage goes way back. Yeah, the right. wake is going way back. I mean, most criminals get away with most of their crimes for a long time, and you need just uh, you know a bad luck day or or some whistleblower to bring everything coming down in your head. So what tipped me off, or not tipped me off, but what raised a red flag for me is that when Karen Bass has yet to address this thing directly, a couple of her people have made comments to other media outlets. And they're already beginning. They're already beginning the detachment defense phase, is what, what I call mean? it. That means they're already finding someone else to fall on the sword, and they're insulating Karen from any wrongdoing by saying, "Well, you know, Congresswoman Bass wasn't aware of this, and she didn't know what was going on. She she pitched it. She asked for the waiver, the congressional ethics waiver, because she wanted to study more about social work, and it was, you know, her her, but." Goal From what altruistic. I read, and correct me if I, I'm wrong, because these, these, yeah, I've got a million articles I've been going through today. Sure. She got basically a call out of the blue from Marilyn Flynn 
saying, hey, would you like a scholarship? I heard you're interested in a social work degree, an advanced degree. And I can make that happen. And here's how I can make that happen. And, you know, and then so that's the way I understand it. Yeah. And Bass then went to the ethics committee and told them, this is why I want this. And this is what we're going to get from it. I'm going to be able to get access and study what's going on. Basically the social ills of our society right. or, or my, or at least my constituency. And so that was presumably that's how that deal came together. She got this free scholarship, which gave her that degree. And I'm not sure what she did with it, what, how she used it. I'm not, I don't know anything but about that. But she did sponsor a bill in 2014, then, yeah, which got USC a lot of federal turned money. Turned right around and, and, and did sponsored a bill that allowed uh, certain hurdles to be cleared away so that USC could get more funding in other colleges too. So, um, yeah, so that looks like quid pro quo right off the top. So I again I go back to two decades of of her leadership, Flynn's leadership. You remember USC finally got tipped off on this. It was the, it was internal auditing that tipped this whole thing off. Right. And then they called the feds and said, "Hey, we think something hinky's going on here." I can't believe I just said the word hinky. Hinky. Uh, something weird is going on here. But then I want to know what those forensic accountants with the FBI have found prior to and who else is involved. This leads me to my next comment. So when I'm talking to other law enforcement sources, both at the federal and, and local level, I was told, quote, it may not happen this year and it may not happen next year. But within two years, you're going to see most of the board of supervisors either being indicted or investigated. <laughs> and this came from a federal? I'm just going to say there were people within the federal uh, federal sphere and the local sphere that made that comment to me, and that was followed by a chuckle. Now, I don't know, and I'm going to be very clear right now. Right. You can read into that however you want to read into that, but I was told that you were going to see people within local government either indicted or investigated in the next two years. Which means they know a whole lot already. I think so. And as I think you and I were talking off air, there's a lot of connective tissue here. Yeah. A lot of connective tissue. Um, and when you start peeling one layer back, the other layer's connected, and it goes on and on and on. We've known for years, as many years as you've been covering it in your, your world and my world, I mean, we've always said that some of these people, I mean, look at the L.A. City Council. Oh, they've got... They've the had... second largest city in the world, or in the country, has three, three of its council members. Either went to jail or on the way to jail. Uh, yeah, or still in prison. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so to, to, to think that these are all isolated incidents is pretty naive. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. 
That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started? All right, Steve. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Good work. And as soon as you find out more, let us know, all right? Sure. Uh, we will uh, continue. I want to talk more about the Ridley Thomas situation and give you a background on uh, Sebastian, the son, because Sebastian, the son, his uh, his condition a few years ago is what led to this whole bribery scandal involving his dad, Mark, and Marilyn Flynn, who pleaded guilty to her role today. Uh, we'll have those details coming up next on the John and Ken Show. Ken's away today. Uh, we just uh, Ken's away today. We just finished talking with Steve Gregory about uh, the Mark Ridley Thomas trial, which is going to come up in November. He's the uh, county uh, supervisor, former county supervisor, turned L.A. City councilman. And he was accused of... Uh, being in a bribery deal with Marilyn Flynn, the dean of the USC School of Social Work. And just to briefly explain, uh, what he did is his son, Sebastian Ridley Thomas, who uh, was in a lot of trouble in his life. And the dad, Mark, tried to bail him out. And he came up with a scheme where he took $100,000 from his political action committee, sent it to Marilyn Flynn, who then ran it through USC and made a donation to another nonprofit that Ridley Thomas was going to get a salary from, $100,000. But that wasn't, that wasn't all. Sebastian Ridley Thomas, the son, also was going to get a professorship and a scholarship. No charge. Well, no charge to Sebastian. Mark, it was a charge to the taxpayers because Mark Ridley Thomas, for his part of the deal, Sent millions of dollars in county funding to USC, to this department, Marilyn Flynn's department, School of Social Work. So just to recap, Mark Ridley Thomas sends millions of dollars of our tax money to Marilyn Flynn's department. And they launder an extra $100,000 to pay Sebastian's salary at the other end. Somebody at USC noticed the $100,000. Some whistleblower. Somebody doing the accounting. And that's how this case blew. And in return for all that money, Flynn was giving Sebastian Ridley Thomas a professorship and, uh, and a degree. And she says, according to prosecutor papers, that Karen Bass got the same deal over 10 years ago when Bass got a free scholarship that she did not even solicit. In return there, Bass sponsored and got passed a bill in 2014 so that USC and other private universities had access to some generous federal funding. And uh, Karen Bass ought to be investigated for that. And if Mark Ridley Thomas gets charged, then Karen Bass ought to be charged. And uh, if somebody doesn't think think so, they should explain why. Somebody in public should explain why she's not being charged. Now, here's a story on Sebastian Ridley Thomas. At the time that he got this sweetheart deal from USC, Sebastian Ridley Thomas was 30 years old, and boy, was he a loser. He had gotten elected to the legislature when he was 26. His people in his district just saw the name Ridley Thomas, and he automatically got voted in. But he got involved in two 
sexual harassment cases, and he had to resign. He was in a lot of debt. So here's somebody who's unemployable, in a lot of debt, and that's why his dad's got to try to bail him out with this dirty deal with USC. The LA Times wrote this story a year ago that because they were they were an odd uh, couple. Sebastian Ridley Thomas at the time was 30. Marilyn Flynn was in her 80s. But four years ago, they were both desperate about money and both desperate about their careers. And so Mark Ridley Thomas steered government contracts worth millions because Flynn's social work department was having big financial troubles. She was under a lot of pressure from the president of USC, Max Nikias, to produce a lot of money. All the deans were under a lot of pressure. USC became this big money-making operation more than anything else. And she had tried to hook up with an online school business in order to raise revenue selling online degrees. And that went sour. And she was in trouble. So she needed desperately an infusion of millions. And that's why she went to Ridley Thomas, who needed her. Um, The Times wrote, USC's aspirations to prominence fueled an obsession with fundraising and money and a lack of oversight that has repeatedly led to scandal. Now, in 2017, in the midst of the Me Too hysteria, they started going after Sacramento lawmakers, and Ridley Thomas, Sebastian Ridley Thomas, was the subject of two complaints. Investigators were questioning witnesses. Information began to leak. Sebastian Ridley Thomas forwarded his father a press release describing the ongoing investigation of another lawmaker and included the message, rumors are another L.A. legislator is next. And five days later, his father sent him a link of a blog post speculating that the next Me Too to go may be Sebastian. So Mark Ridley Thomas knew his son was cooked and that Sebastian was going to have to resign. And so Mark knew he had to secure paid employment for his son following his abrupt departure from the assembly. He and his son were looking for a stable income and to minimize any damage to both their reputations. That's why he turned to Marilyn Flynn at USC. Again, they both needed each other. And uh, that's when Flynn was looking for a lifeline as well because trying to get money into her school of social work, she connected with a company called 2U. Uh, It was a virtual program. There were a lot of downtown office leases that were signed, new teachers hired, but the university had to split with tuition money with 2U, and uh, it it was not a business success. And so she's looking at her... uh, at her whole reputation going into the toilet because the student quality declined, the rankings fell, and the budget had a big hole blown into it. So she screwed up. And as soon as she heard from Mark Ridley Thomas uh, and that she could make $9 million in, in contracts, 
Flynn contacted multiple USA officials about Sebastian, explained who his father was, Mark, and said his admission should be given the highest priority. And she arranged for him to get a full scholarship, $26,000, using endowed funds, and ended up getting a $50,000 a year salary to be a practitioner in residence. What the hell is that? Some kind of teaching position. It's hard to tell. And as the $9 million contract that Ridley Thomas was getting pushed through the Board of Supervisors, as it went towards approval, Flynn reminded Mark Ridley Thomas, quote, of her extremely important request. And he replied in writing, your wish is my command. His son had a copy of that email as well. And Flynn told a USC official that a vote on the contract would go the way of the university, but she had to do a favor to seal the deal. And Flynn winked when she mentioned the favor. And that was that particular favor was funneling $100,000 through USC to get it to Sebastian Ridley Thomas. So everybody got paid, but somebody inside USC noticed some of the accounting shenanigans and uh, leaked, leaked the news. Investigators pounced. And there you have it. Now, I've got to believe that she's going to be willing to uh, testify against Mark Ridley Thomas because she's 83 years old and she just pled a deal to only serve a year under house arrest and pay only a $100,000 fine. So there's got to be something more in it for prosecutors than that. And then what about Karen Bass? And we're going to keep asking that question. I can't leave it hanging. If Ridley Thomas eventually pleads guilty or gets convicted in, in November, then what about Karen Bass? Because if you go by what uh, Marilyn Flynn says, Bass got the same deal. John and Ken show, KFI. You know, if you're really committed to your job and you work for a few years, you end up getting a sharp eye for who's going to be a loser and who's going to be an asset. When they get hired, you're not supposed to say these things out loud, of course. But in your head, you know, you you could identify somebody within uh, sometimes just a few days. It's like, okay, that guy's going somewhere. Oh, she is really sharp, right? Or, wow, he's a dud. She's a loser. And let me tell you, any employee who complains that they're not getting enough food or they're not getting the right food from their employer, you can mark down as the big loser. There's a story, and this is funny. This is in the New York Post today. Apparently, uh, somebody at the Post got a hold of an internal email thread among two dozen former Amazon employees. They have all left to work at Google. And they had this email thread titled worked at Amazon. And one of the uh, employees posted screenshots obtained by uh, the post that described an incident where two Amazon employees were told to split a bagel at a staff meeting. They were told the managers didn't have the budget to order enough bagels for everyone. Other workers complained in the thread that boxes of cereal were removed from Amazon's office kitchens 
because they didn't represent a frugal mindset. Eventually, we got told that spending a couple hundred bucks on cereal isn't frugal. You are free to solicit donations on your own to try to keep it running. And they went back and forth and back and forth on this, upset over the lack of bagels and the lack of cereal. Now, let me tell you, you encounter that kind of person at work, that guy is going gonna, is gonna to be a big loser. That guy is going to be a failure. You can, on your way to work, buy your own bagel and bring in your own box of cereal. I've never heard of a company being obligated to provide bagels and cereal for breakfast. I've never worked at a place that did that. It never occurred to me that anybody should give me a bagel and cereal for breakfast. That's what your home is for. A lot of people have breakfast in their kitchen. Or they stop on the way and they get a bagel at a deli. Or they stop at a Starbucks. And they get some kind of breakfast treat. But then, not only you have this expectation, you're upset about it. You're upset about it to the point where you get online and you and 25 other losers start bitching back and forth about how cheap Amazon is. Because you can't get a bagel and you can't get the cereal. And you have to split a bagel? And I'm thinking, when did this start? I'd never heard of this in my life. I have never known anybody bitching and moaning about whether they got a bagel and cereal. But this, I... This is, I've heard about the new workforce being very whiny and being very demanding and, and, and toddler-like in their demands. Just, just petty. Um, they, uh, they also were whining that Amazon gave them Windows laptops instead of Apple MacBooks. Somebody actually wrote, I found it ridiculous because there's no joy in Windows laptops. And when there's no joy, no creativity happens. You can't type on a Windows laptop? I... I <laughs> um, and they, they actually went to an Amazon spokesman named Brad Glasser, who had to respond to these complaints. And he said, well, one of our leadership principles is frugality. We encourage employees to be mindful of how they use company resources. And uh, look, most companies are cheap. I, I, don't know, I don't know what world these, these whiners came from. Companies are not there for your pleasure. You give them, first of all, you apply for a job, you agree to what the parameters are going to be. It's going to be so many hours. It's going to be so much money and whatever vacation time and whatever other perks, if there are any. And then you have a choice. You don't have to take the job. This is what really makes me nuts. If you don't like the terms that are offered, don't take the job. If something about the job changes, then you can go. There's 11 million job openings right now in the country. Times are not tight in that regard. But to actually sit around and bitch about uh, having to split a bagel or not having cereal boxes? Now, I assume, since these people went to Google, that Google gives them the uh, split bagels and the cereal? I don't know. Is this how companies are competing for workers? But, man, 
if I hear some, if I heard somebody complaining about not getting enough food from the company, I know big loser, not going to be a success. Not somebody you want to rely on. All right, we come back. Oh, this is good. You know, San Francisco has been in free fall for years, and I think it finally hit bottom. And and finally, most people in San Francisco have woken up and realized that their place is a sewer. And we are going to talk two parts to this next hour. We're going to have Alex Stone on. Because so many people have moved out of San Francisco to the American Airlines is dismantling their hub. Hundreds of flight attendants have been based out of San Francisco for over 50 years. But their jobs are being moved out of San Francisco because so many people have left. And I guess they, if you've already left, you're not going to be taking a flight out of town. Second part of this is one of the major media outlets in San Francisco says that According to their polling, most people who live in San Francisco are saying exactly the same thing about the city that their harshest right-wing critics have been saying. It's coming up next. John and Ken show. Ken is away. Mark Runner has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 